Hello and welcome to our Monday Thursday Lent Reflection. We've been engaging our senses over the last few days, considering some of the scenes of Holy Week. We've considered the smell of the perfume as Jesus is anointed at Bethany, touches he's washed the disciples' feet, the taste of the bread and wine. And today we turn to sound as we follow Jesus and the disciples from dinner in the upper room to an olive grove on the Mount of Olives. And we read from Mark chapter 15, beginning at verse 32. They went to a place called Gethsemane and Jesus said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James and John along with him and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death, he said to them. Stay here and keep watch. Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible the hour might pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Simon, he said to Peter, are you asleep? Couldn't you keep watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Once more, he went away and prayed the same thing. When he came back, he found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. They didn't know what to say to him. Returning the third time, he said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough! The hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. It's dark. And in an age which hasn't managed to fight the rhythms of day and night with electricity, you might expect a degree of stillness, silence even. But the events of this evening are full of sound. We might begin with the shuffle of at least 12 men making their way from the upper room to Gethsemane after a rich, heavy meal with wine. What do you hear? What is their mood? They reach the olive grove. And yet Jesus stops and asks the others to wait. He selects three. Peter, James, John. These have been the inner core of that band of 12, given exclusive access to some really quite significant events in the life of Jesus. They make their way into the garden. Olive groves were fitted with a watchtower so that the crop could be protected at harvest time. Because olives were a fairly precious commodity. Does Jesus lower his voice as he speaks to the inner circle, not wanting the others to hear? His mood has been markedly different this evening. 
more somber, serious than they were used to. Perhaps even a little quieter. In a whisper you hear those words. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch. Look and listen out for anything that might indicate that their enemy approaches. How do the others respond? He points them to a tower where perhaps between the three of them they can get a full 360 of the area around the garden. We follow Jesus across the garden. What is his gaze? And then he falls to the ground and exclaims, Abba, Father, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. What's the tone of his voice? Time passes. He returns to the watchtower where he finds the disciples he set the watching out. Asleep. Sleeping off the heavy Passover meal. Maybe a little dozy from the wine. Where he'd have wanted expectant hushed stillness. Perhaps whispers. He hears snoring. He wakes him. How do they respond? What's their mood? Then he goes off and prays again. He returns to find them sleeping again. And this time he leaves them. And, Is there a sigh from Jesus? And then, after another prayer, he re returns to wake them. What can you hear? Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough! The hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. How big a crowd do you imagine approaching? What's their mood? What sign do they make as they approach? From amongst that crowd bearing swords and clubs, one man steps forward. You recognise him, Judas Iscariot, one who has travelled with the Twelve down through the last three years. He rests his hands on the upper arms of Jesus and he utters just one word. Rabbi. He leans forward to greet his master with a kiss. What is Jesus, or what is Judas' tone 
as he utters that single word. Do you hear the kiss? Then there's a scuffle which, in which one of the guards is injured, an ear's cut off. Can you imagine the screams? And what does Jesus tell him as he responds? What's with all the clubs and swords? What do you think's going to happen? I've taught amongst you all day in the temple and you didn't arrest me then. But scripture must be fulfilled. What do you hear next? How does the flight and desertion sound? When we're done here, you might want to imagine other scenes on that Thursday evening. There's a lot of sound rich imagery of gnashing of teeth, uproar at what Jesus says, crackle of fire, angry voices at the fireside, as Peter is accused of being one of the disciples, becoming ever more vociferous in his denials. Finally, perhaps most chilling of all, the morning crowing of the cockerel. Take a moment now to stop and listen to the sounds around you. What can you hear within the room, at a distance, outside it? Ask God to help you listen out for the signs around you today. May you notice one sign which might prompt you to prayer. Have a blessed day. Grace and peace be with you.